Welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night as a schus for all of Klal Yisrael, and specifically those in Eretz Yisrael, and Amrish Hashem beschus the extra learning that we're doing. Every week we should be zeichet to see, and all of Klal Yisrael should see Rafuas Yeshuas, and Achamais, and Amrish Hashem we should see the ultimate Yeshua, the ultimate salvation that we're waiting for, which is Mashiach B'Meherav Yameinu. We're going to continue this week discussing the halachas of Kiddush, and as we mentioned in the last year, two weeks ago, specifically focusing on those halachas which are relevant to the one hearing Kiddush, rather than the one making Kiddush. These are halachas that are meant specifically geared towards women. Most of the time, the woman is not the one making the Kiddush. Rather, she's listening to her husband, her father, the host, somebody else making Kiddush. And if we're going to focus on specifically those halachas which are relevant to the one listening to Kiddush, and not the many halachas which are relevant to the one making Kiddush. It is also important to speak out that we're going to specifically be focusing on the halachas of Kiddush on Friday night. There are various halachas and various differences between Kiddush Friday night and Shabbos day. For now, we're going to be focusing on Kiddush Friday night. And in Ritz Hashem, at the right time, we'll get to Kiddush Shabbos day and discuss those halachas as well. And the first halacha that we're going to discuss tonight is tasting from the cup of Kiddush. The person, the host, the husband, the father, he's the one that makes Kiddush and he needs to make Kiddush over a cup of wine that has revius in it. And immediately after making Kiddush, needs to drink a Malay Lugma, a cheekful, which is most of a revius of wine. That is in order for him to be Yitzhak Kiddush and in order for him to be Maitzi, to make sure that everybody else fulfills the obligation, he needs to drink from the cup. However, what about everybody else sitting around the table? Do they need to drink from his cup of Kiddush in order to be Yitzhak Kiddush? And the answer is no. In order to be Yitzhak Kiddush, you do not need to drink anything from the cup of the one that made Kiddush. Nevertheless, the Shulchan Aruch speaks out that it is proper that everybody from the table tastes a little bit of the cup of wine that Kiddush was made over in order to show the Chavivas, in order to show that which is so special about the cup of Kiddush, that it's a Koishal Bracha, but not just any Koishal Bracha, this is a Koishal Bracha which Kiddush was made over, and as we mentioned in the last year, Kiddush is a Deiraisa, and therefore to show how special Kiddush is, it's important that everybody tastes. How much do they need to taste? Only a little bit, a tiny drop would be enough for them to fulfill this Indian, this idea of showing Chavivas to the mitzvah of Kiddush. All they need to do is taste a little bit in order to be Yitzhah. It is important to know that if one does not taste it, then although they will be Yitzhah Kiddush, but if they don't drink any wine or grape juice, they will not be Yitzhah and therefore, if they would want to drink wine throughout the meal, since they heard Kiddush and they were Yitzhi Kiddush, but they were not Yitzhi with the tasting of the Balabayas, of the one who made the Kiddush, since they did, they did not partake in any drinking of wine or grape juice after hearing the bracha of Bairi Priyagafen during Kiddush, if they would want to drink wine during the meal, they would need to make a Bairi Priyagafen on that wine, as opposed to if they drink even a small sip, a small amount of Kiddush, of wine, of grape juice, that was that Kiddush was made over, or Kiddush, that, or at the time that Kiddush was made, they drank a little bit of wine of grape juice, and in that scenario, they would not make a bracha of Baruch and any wine or grape juice drank throughout the meal. Is that clear? The next halacha we're going to discuss is when exactly the cup of wine should be distributed. I'm sure if you've seen different people's houses, various menhagim, what the host, what the husband does, the father does when he makes Kiddush. Some of them drink immediately from the cup, and only then shear from that cup that they drink from with others. They pour it into the smaller cups to be distributed around the table. And others will first pour into another cup, which will then be distributed. And only after pouring into another cup, they'll drink themselves from the Kiddush cup. And the question is, what's the ideal way to shear? What is the best way to do things in a way that's practical and a way that's also halachically sound? According to most Paiskim, the best way to do it is not to drink from the cup first 
and then to shear it. And it's for a very simple reason, something which is really beyond the scope of the shear to discuss the whole concept of a kais pagam. But there is a concept in halacha that when a person has a kais, a kais shal bracha, and then they drink from it, that cup becomes deficient. It's not on as high of a level as a cup before it's drank, and it becomes a kais pagam, a cup which is deficient, which has some flow in it because it has already been drank from. And therefore, if the person make, making kiddush would first drink from the cup and only then shear, shear, by pouring into other cups with those sitting around the table, it would be sharing a kaisal bracha, but it would be a kais pagam, a kais which has become deficient. And therefore, there are a few options what exactly one can do to ensure that he's able to shear the kaisal bracha with everybody around the table in a way that it's not a kais pagam. And the first option is an option which perhaps is most practical when it's just family sitting around, when it's people who are not worried about germs, where you can take the kiddush cup itself, drink from it, and then he can pass that cup around to, for everybody to drink from. Although a kais pagam is an issue, the kais pagam halacha only applies when he pours from that cup into another cup. If they continue to drink from the cup of wine that Kiddush was made on, and even if he adds more wine into it, but they continue to drink from that cup of wine, that would not be considered to be a kais pagam, and that would be 100% fine, option number one. Option number two, a very practical etzah, it happens often when people have guests that obviously they don't want to pass that cup around or if there's a large amount of people sitting around the table. Option number two is have a cup of wine sitting on the table, a cup of grape juice sitting on the table before Kiddush. He can take from the cup of wine that he made Kiddush on, pour a little bit into that already filled cup. That cup now becomes a kaishal bracha and then that cup can then be distributed into smaller cups to be distributed around the table. It is important that if he is doing this, he makes sure that he doesn't pour out too much from the Kiddush cup because he needs to leave at least the Revius in his cup that he then goes ahead and drinks a Malilugma from, but he needs to make sure that he needs to leave at least the Revius and therefore he can pour out, but he should not be pouring out the whole cup, rather he should just pour a small amount out and then everybody has the ability to drink it. A third option is that he, before he drinks from the Kiddush cup, he can take the Kiddush cup, pour at least the Revius into his own cup, drink that Revius, and then the Kiddush cup, which he has not drank from, can then be distributed into smaller cups and given around the table, those smaller cups, that way also ensuring that what's distributed to everybody else is a cup of wine, which he has not drank from. Those are the three simplest options. There are other options as well, but those are the three simplest options, how he can take his Kaisal Kiddush and ensure that everybody drinks it in a way that it's not Pagam. The third and final halacha we're going to discuss is what happens when one's wife is in Ida. How exactly is he supposed to pass the cup of wine, the Kiddush cup, to her for her to be able to drink from? We know that in Yeridea and the halachas of Archakis, the separations that, men, that a man and a woman need to have when, the, when one's wife is in Ida, one of the Archakis is passing alcohol from the husband to the wife. Now, although there is a general halacha about placing prepared food down at, directly down in front of the wife or the husband, that's only when you're placing it down when the husband's doing it in front of the wife or the wife in front of the husband in front of them. There's another halacha which applies specifically to alcohol, to wine and other alcohol, and that is sending a cup of alcohol from the husband to the wife, which is going to be forbidden even if it's done through a third party. For example, you're by a chasana, and the husband is by a chasna and there's a bar on the men's side and he takes a cup of alcohol, a cup of wine and he sends it with a brother-in-law, he sends it with somebody else, a third party to the other side of the mechitza to his wife and his wife is Anita. That is going to be forbidden because of the hachaka, the separation that Chazal put into place. That is going to be ushered to send the cup. And therefore, when it comes to the Kiddush on Friday night, if one's wife is Anita, we run into a problem. He has a cup of wine, a Kiddush cup. He wants to then give it to his wife so that she could drink from it. But the problem is, even if she's sitting on the other end of the table and he's not putting it down directly in front of her, but simply passing it through somebody else would not help to get around this issue. And the question is, what exactly he can do? And there are three very simple options. 
And each one of them can work in various, in various scenarios. Option number one is if the wife is sitting right next to him. She's sitting on the right side, the left side. She's sitting at the head of the table right near him. He can take the cup and put it down, being careful to either place it down in front of him or at least not directly in front of her because of that other halacha we mentioned about placing prepared food directly down in front of one's spouse. He can take the cup and put it down. She can then go ahead, pick up the cup, and drink from it. Even though there is a halacha in Hilchas Nida that a, that a man is not allowed to partake in his wife's leftovers, the halacha does not apply vice versa, and a woman is allowed to drink or eat her husband's leftovers. And therefore, we can take the cup of wine, a simple, it's a simple solution, put it down in front of him, put it down not directly in front of her, she picks it up, she drinks, and that is option number one. Number one. Option number two, if she's sitting on the other side of the table and he needs to pass down that cup, he can't put it down and have her come. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be obvious if she has to walk to the other side of the table to pick it up. He wants to simply pass a cup of wine down to his wife. Option number two is a simple option. He can take a, a tray filled with many small cups, fill them all up, and send the whole tray down. Since he has not designated a specific cup for his wife, it is not going to be an issue of sending her a cup of alcohol. He's not sending any specific cup. The intimacy is taken away. And that is also a viable, simple option to send them more than one cup. And that way, no one cup is designated directly for her. Option number three is if there's just family sitting at the table and she won't be the only one drinking from the cup, but he sends down a cup of wine, which she'll be drinking from and the kids will be drinking from, even if they drink from after she drinks from it, but it's not a cup, which is specifically designated just for her. That's also a viable option. That way that also takes away the intimacy. It's not just for her. Others are going to be drinking from it as well. And that would also be mutter. It is important to know that when they're guests by somebody else's house, for example, the husband and wife are sitting by the table and somebody else makes Kiddush and then passes cups of wine down the table. He is in that scenario, he's allowed to pass a cup of wine that the host has made Kiddush on and poured into smaller cups. He can pass one of those smaller cups to his wife because the intimacy is only when he is sending a cup to his wife. If he's simply passing along a cup of wine that was sent from somebody else to his wife and to everybody else at the table, that would not be an issue as long as he does not place it down directly in front of her. And therefore, when they're both guests by somebody else's house, he can take the cup, put it down either right next to him and she can pick it up, or he can pass it through a third party, through somebody else, and that would also be a simple option. Have a great Shabbos, and Amr Shem will continue next week with more of Hilchas Kiddush.